Well, it's like baby steps forward. You get involved, you give them a little bit. You know, for me, it was join a committee, join a peer group, join another committee, and then you start figuring out where you fit. If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metal Working Nation. This is Making Chips, where we talk all things metalworking, engineering and design, production and tooling combined with business best practices, technology, marketing, news, and new media for manufacturing professionals. Here are your hosts, business owners, metalworking experts, and guys who get dirty on the factory floor, Jim Carr and Jason Zanger. Now, let's make some chips. We're coming to you today from our beautiful downtown Chicago studio. This is the podcast to equip and inspire manufacturing leaders. Yes, I'm it Jason is. I'm Jason Zenger. I'm Jim Carr. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing really good. I'm having a great day, quite frankly. Today is a great day. I, I want you to know that. I want our listeners to know that I'm having a good day. So um, yeah, I'm in a good mood. Let's record this uh, podcast. What's going on? What's new with Making Chips? There's a couple things that are new right now. One of the newest thing is that our newest member of the Making Chips team, Ryan, has put together a YouTube channel for us. You know, it, it's not live video of us yet, but we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're working towards that goal. We're working right? towards yes. that. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, he just showed me before we went on mic, and I, I'm really impressed with what I saw so far. It's just gonna be another channel for our listeners to consume the Making Chips content. You bet. Consume all night. You got it. We just got to get some more stuff up there. And I have some really good news. I was looking at our Libsyn Analytics, which is our downloads, and congratulations, we had a record. We have already have a record September. Yeah, I mean, it's great because every single month we're, we're getting more and more downloads. I mean, it's, it's you know, just really a, a testament to our loyal listeners and we really appreciate, you know, everybody listening and, and you guys are telling your friends and, you know, you really need to tell that Making Chips story that there is a podcast out there to equip and inspire manufacturing leaders and because there just isn't anything like us right now. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And, and if there is a manufacturing podcast, they're not going to have fun like Jim we are, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know how to convey this stuff in a good way, in, in a you know where people believe us because we are believable. And lastly, <laughs> what does Fernando always says? Why are we believable? Because we get dirty on the, on the factory floor. <laughs> and that is, I mean, that let's is, face it, it's, it's not we do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jim and I, you know, I mean, we stand in front of machines if we need to, and you know, our our wives tell us that we smell like oil sometimes when we come home. <laughs> so it's honest to God, truth. It doesn't happen as often as it used to, but yeah, I was just helping somebody in the shop the other day pick a tap. Well, I mean, come on, I mean, but that's okay. I don't, I don't mind if I, I can help you pick a tap out. Y- you can. Yeah, I, can. I know you yeah, can. I know you're trying. You're trying to. Can, you're trying to sway me over to the other side. I know. And lastly, you know, Jason, because I know we've been talking about this, and our listeners probably do too. But IMTS 2016 is coming up in September. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so we've got some ideas for some creative ways in order to connect with the making chips metalworking nation. You bet. You know, we just want to kind of talk about it a little bit right now because we haven't fully developed it, but we want to bring some some of our listeners together and kind of have a little collaboration yeah. at IMTS. Have some dinner, have some drinks, yeah, and have some, yeah. And talk about that some real stuff. world business problems. Yeah, that we're help each other shops. out. So yeah, so, it's coming, be, guys. It's coming. Just wait. We're, we're putting it together now, man. Yeah. So let let us know if you've got any ideas or if you want to be involved. We you know we we'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah, it's September 2016. Mark your calendars now. 
So uh, episode number, I don't even know what episode we're on right now. It's we're not exciting. saying episode we're numbers not, anymore. We're not remember? saying episode numbers anymore, no. no. This episode is going to be about associations, chambers, or both. And uh, I've got a lot of experience in a manufacturing association, and I also am part of a chamber within the community that I uh, have my business in. There are radical differences between the two. Yeah, why yeah. don't why don't we start with one? Why don't we start with the uh, with the chamber? Yeah, so, are you are you involved in a chamber? No, Jason? we're no? not. We're why actually not. not uh, well, well, first of all, we're in an unincorporated area, so okay, um, okay. You know, there's not really a village that um, that handles a chamber where we are. It's never um, come to the top of my mind to get involved in a chamber. Sure. Anyway. Okay. So you want to talk about the chamber? Um, well, I want you to talk about the chamber I because I don't know anything about it. So let let's start with that first. What when did you join the the chamber that's in your in your sure. village? So, you know, about 10 years ago, I made a cognizant effort to get out and network and, and really try to connect. I had already been involved in my manufacturing association, but I had an opportunity to join a chamber, which my, vill- my um, company is in Elk Grove Village, which is the largest industrial area in the country. And I thought, if if anything, this would pro- probably be the best chamber to join. Because yeah, absolutely. There's, there's I think benefit. El- yeah, I think Elk Grove Village is the second biggest manufacturing area. W- I, th- I believe is in um, Los Angeles, California. So Elk Grove Village is number one. I know. It, I know it's big. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I'm going to give this a try. So I, I did. In fact, uh, the cost was not prohibitive. So that that's a one good thing. But what it is, it's a lot of non-manufacturing service people that are there, i.e. real estate agents, lawyers, attorneys, insurance When agents. you say there, what do you mean? At the events that they show up at. Okay, so what how, what kind of events do they usually have? Well, they're highly political. They, they so get they involved, get involved in, in the stuff. local politics. Yeah, and they, and they provide value for So it their, provides you a voice in order to talk about your concerns of what's going on in the village, whether it be high taxes or just... You know different developments that they're doing. They bring in the legislators for that, or the the governors of the state to do that. But they have lunch and learns. They have young leaders committees. They have uh, young leaders events, manufacturing events. Well, what they do is they have they have a subset called the it's the Greater O'Hare Association, and there's a subset called the Greater O'Hare Manufacturing Alliance, which is a subset which is just for manufacturing executives. And this particular group meets uh, about every six to eight weeks and has a roundtable breakfast. It's a very small group. It's really high level. And I f- find a lot of value in that. And I, I typically go to all of them. Actually, I f- I'm facilitating them now. So when you say it's high level, what do you expect to get out of something like this? Are you are you going there for to get feedback on solving your problems no. or find customers? What are you doing exactly? Well, it's, ra- it's roundtable discussion. So there is a very loose agenda on the table that we, we follow. But at the end of the day, if the guy down the street from me that runs a welding company or a manufacturing company has an issue and he starts talking about it, whether it's HR, whether it's a workforce development, whether it's business insurance, you know, any of these relevant problems that we face day to day, that's what we discuss. Why don't and you just tell him to listen to making chips? Well, they should, of course, be listening. <laughs> they're they're going to end up joining their chamber now because of this, right? But no. We talk about all those relevant problems, too. Yeah, we sure do. But at the end of the day, I, I enjoy the manufacturing part of that chamber that I belong to. I don't typically go to a lot of the events that the general chamber has because... 
there's a lot of service people there and they know that I'm the owner of the company and I tend to get flocked on quite a bit. So you get attacked. Well, I like don't a, get attacked. Like I mean, a vulture to fresh yeah, meat. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, something like that. Okay. That's a, that's a good analogy. <laughs> um, but no, it's not quite that bad. And of course, you know, I'm affable. So I talk to everybody and I, I try to be nice and it's all good. You know, they have like casino night and a wine and beer tasting. And of course I go to those because that's what I like. What is the actual cost? Because I'm sure it's pretty minimal. I'm thinking $300 a year. Okay. 300 bucks a year. And I'm sure they're all around that. It, some might even be free. And how much time do you think you spend? Like maybe an hour to a month? Well, they asked me to be on their board of directors. So, okay. Just the average person though. Well, that's as, as much as you want to, I mean, you could go to three events a week through the chamber. Okay. If you wanted to. Okay. And, you know, obviously you have, you know, heightened responsibilities being being on the board for the chamber, but have you ever measured an ROI? Have you ever gotten customers? Have you ever had problems no. solved that really deliver a clear value to the company? I will tell you these success stories that I've had through being on the chamber board of directors. I've been with the governor. I've been to a few things and, you know, I met the governor through the chamber board because okay. they're highly involved in legislature. Um, but the principal of Elk Grove Village High School is on the chamber board as well, and he contacted me to give a keynote speech to the National Technical Honor Society okay. awards recipients that was part of the high school in our area. So that that was humbling. That was a really humbling experience. You know, again, I, it was out of my comfort zone. It wasn't really something that I was excited to do. I knew I should do it. And boy, after I did it, I was I was really humbled to do it because it felt really good. And the kids were coming up to me and saying, you know, that that was a great story you just told. Yeah. So you get to you get to deliver the story that, you know, manufacturing is a cool industry to That's be exactly in to a group what of I high did. school kids. That's, That's exactly great. What I told great. I told my story. So, I, you know, ROI, hard to measure. It's like marketing. It's hard to measure. So it's really just it's more Meeting of a it, high level people. It's more of a kind of a networking, um, leadership development type experience, you know, where you, you shouldn't expect necessarily to, you know, to get customers or to see some kind of R no. strict dollar ROI no, on your company. Not at all. Okay. It's a networking a platform, how you want to leverage that as far as a, a networking platform. Okay. So let's move on to, um, to associations. What, first of all, what do you see as the, the big difference between an association and a chamber? Well, I know with the manufacturing association that, of course, I'm highly engaged with is there's a cap on service providers. So it's 80% regular members, they're manufacturing members, and only 20% cap of service providers that commingle with us. So it's not the experience is a little different. So when you're going to an association event, this is an association for manufacturing companies and, you know, there's specifically manufacturing companies that belong to the association. Predominantly. Predominantly, yes. exactly. Of course, it helps the affiliate members to be there and in, engage and mingle and network with the regular members because they have something to sell. Right. Um, but it's not nearly the ratio as it is with the chamber. Okay. Okay. So, but besides that, what do you think the other differences are between a chamber and association? One of them that I, you know, see clearly is that there's not the same limitations as far as boundary goes. So chambers are typically part of a particular village yes. or a township or, yep. you know, a combination of townships, whereas associations, you know, cross those borders. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, they could be regional associations, could be national. I mean, I know many of my peers are on national associations and they meet throughout the country, maybe right. every quarter. They have a clear purpose as far as you know what its membership looks like. So it could be a manufacturing association. Jim and I are both part of the technology and manufacturing association. So there's a very clear line as far as the type of membership that they want in their association. Whereas a chamber is going to be, for the most part, open to any type Type of business from you know a sole proprietor selling insurance to a 150 man manufacturing company. Exactly. So you know you you're not going to have those boundaries. So I think for our listeners, when you're when you're choosing to get involved in either a chamber or an association, understand that you have limited time and understand that you know you have to decide who you want to align yourself with. You want to align yourself in a particular geography, or do you want to align yourself with a particular type of business? I really think of both is a true networking opportunity to join either a chamber or association. It's all how you leverage that particular networking situation. See episode 10, where we talk about the power of networking. Absolutely. That's another strong episode. It's one of my favorites, quite frankly. So one of the things that I see being very important when you're part of either a chamber or association is get involved, lead something, be in a group do something. Speak up. Speak up. Yeah. I mean, they're always, believe me, you know, nonprofits like this are always looking for people to do the work and you're not going to meet the people and get the value out of it at the same rate if you don't get involved. So Jim and I both are very heavily involved with this manufacturing association. Jim's been with it for a lot longer. He's going to be the chairman next year. I've been... That I am. Yeah, I'm chair for a particular um, subcommittee. So both of us are, are very involved in the association. I think that that's the way that you that you really see the, the biggest impact when you're, when you're a part of it. Well, it's like baby steps forward. You get involved, you give them a little bit. You know, for me, it was join a committee, join a peer group, join another committee, and then you start figuring out where you fit. Absolutely. I mean, show, you, you find show out where you're a fit. I, I yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, because you know, not everyone wants to go to everything, but you, if the chamber or the association is good at providing relevant events to their members, it's a diversified swath of events that's going to be interesting to a diversified set of members. So that's where you start picking and then you go start going to the ones that uh, interest you and then you start meeting the same people. And you know, I feel like we're talking about networking again. But yeah, that's really so I would say is. just yeah, in a nutshell, if you, if you go back to makingchips.com slash 10 and you go to that particular episode, one of the things that we, we were really clear on is that you're not going to get a value on it by just showing up to one or two events and saying, well, nobody knows me here. You have to really put the time and the effort into showing up to multiple events. So yep. yeah, we won't rehash everything that was in, no, that, was in that but let's. I would episode. like to continue on and say, you know, there's a lot more than one association out there. I mean, we're, we're engaging with a major association right now, another manufacturing association that's going to really leverage a lot of what we say and do in the future. And I'm excited about that. Absolutely. So, and then there's also the NMA and the PMA and the PPMA. There's a lot of national associations. Can you define some of those for us? The NMA is the National Manufacturing Association. The TMA, which we mentioned quite a few times, is the Technology and Manufacturing Association. What are some other ones? 
There's another association that I just recently learned about, which I can't join it because it doesn't fit who I am, but it, it sounds very appealing, is the there's a uh, Women in Manufacturing Association, which I think that every woman that listens to Making Chips should definitely look into joining that association. I mean, I think that, you know, talking about the demographics and bringing some camaraderie and some understanding of the same issues that you deal with in the workforce, that would that would be a great association to be a part of. I could not agree more. And I'm, some of my good friends at the TM, are part of the Women in Manufacturing Association. It's a very powerful association too. And, you know, I think that one of the other things you're going to have to consider is, you know, do these do these groups meet once a year, you know, in a particular part of the country or like the Tooling and Manufacturing Association that Jim and I are part of, you know, we're going to events there every week, often, yeah. you know, all the time. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be some differences. So I think one of the things that people need to do before they join an association is really try to understand what you want out of it. Before we break off of this episode, let's define a couple of key elements about what people need to know. Typically, and I'm, I'm going to start out, the big differences that they need to know is a chamber is typically a town, a village that you're part of that is for everybody, every company, every business in that typical township or village, and it's highly service people that are selling to non-service people. That's what I see. Or if you're in Louisiana, it's called the parish. Oh, you're Just some fun right. facts yep, for, absolutely. For, for our listeners. You're good on those fun facts. Thank you. And then the association is typically pivoted towards the particular industry sector that you're in. And, you know, like there's engineering associations, there's manufacturing associations, there's probably furniture associations. So it's it's a niched down chamber that is relevant to the industry you're serving. I do both. I'm happy with both, but they are entirely different type of networking platforms. I don't know if this is point number one, two, or three. I think you and I always get like kind of distracted with our point. I think this is three. <laughs> what, what I was going to say is before somebody goes to join an association, really write down what you want to get out of it, and then also go and interview you know, informally, just go and visit the association and, and interview somebody that's in charge there or works there and try to get a feel for it. And then go to a couple events and then make your decision because you really want to, you know, be committed to whatever association or chamber that you're you're going to join. Right. It's all about what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Absolutely. So uh, with that, I think we can wrap up associations and chambers. And uh, good luck. Let us know if you have good success stories you'd like to share with us and our listeners. Post them on our website at makingchips.com or any of our social platforms or even call us at 312 Seven two five zero two four five. Very good, Jason. Yeah, one of the other things that I'd like to you know ask our listeners to do is is really help us to get the word out about making chips. Tell your coworkers, tell your friends that are in the manufacturing industry, and help us to get that word out. We'd love to see some advocates for making chips, some some ambassadors that help us to spread the message. You bet. Let's get another record month. Absolutely. Yeah. As I always say, the disclaimer part of this thing, you know, Jason and I don't know everything about everything, but what we do know is we have a good library of knowledge about the manufacturing industry. And we just want to share all of this data experiences, these life experiences for me, quite frankly, with all of you out there, because someday you're going to be in a situation and you're going to say, man, I, I listen to Jim and Jason, I'm making chips, and hopefully I, I'm equipped to make a better decision going forward with that. What does my dad always say, Jason? Bam. No. If you're not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. If you're not making chips, you're not making money. Bam. 
This podcast exists to improve the manufacturing industry. We want to hear from you, the owners, managers, leaders, and engineers from the metalworking nation. What ideas do you want to share and what keeps you up at night? We want you to take something away from this podcast that you can use to improve your company, your team, and yourself. So let us know what you want to hear, and we'll see you next time on Making Chips. This is bullet number one, if you don't mind. Oh, I thought I just did bullet number one. No, well, this is two then. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to...